0: But let's welcome to the show from the dental spa, Dr. Iam and Dr. Amma. Well, Dr. Amma, you're here regularly, but Dr. Iam, we've not had him back. I don't know; it's been nearly a year, I think, since we yes. spoke with you.
1: Yes, a couple months. Yeah, yeah.
0: So, how has life been in the UAE? Because when we spoke yes. last November, you'd only recently arrived.
1: Yes, yes. It's it's been great. I'm getting adjusted. Um, I really like Dubai a lot. It's beautiful.
0: Yeah. So coming from Florida and the states, originally Miami, Miami. Yeah, yeah. It's
1: a big, big difference.
0: <laughs> and you. You're you're getting adjusted and that's Mm -hmm. what many people do when they come to you is they get their backs adjusted, right?
1: Exactly, yeah. Spinal manipulation adjustments, chiropractic adjustments. Yeah.
0: (laughs) And along with your practice as a chiropractor at the dental spa, I know you're very much into Tai Chi and martial arts, meditation, the the holistic side of health, which encompasses a lot into what you do at the dental spa, Dr. Amma. But for you, you know, so you're still managing to practice regularly?
1: Yeah, yeah. I practice on my own right now. We would like to start a class. Um, eventually, we're talking about maybe when the weather cools down, um, when it's it's more Uh, palatable for people to go outside then we'll do something on the beach Mm,
0: yeah yeah, so some Tai Chi Uh, we'll be sharing one from Adam in just a little while bear with us Adam um, regarding uh, his issue with his shoulder uh, and also somebody else talking about issues with uh, taste actually in the mouth so interesting Uh, but snoring let's kick off with the snoring debate <laughs> uh, now i know people that t- will say oh i couldn't sleep last night if i had to go into the spare room my husband's snoring I and mean, sometimes it's the wife's snoring so it can be a real issue for people now the person that's sleeping uh, and maybe snoring away is blissfully unaware possibly uh but then again they may not be sleeping as well as they could be so why do people snore how does it happen dr amma and uh, yeah the circumstances surrounding. Snoring.
2: Um, snoring is a very common problem, and um, actually, it's equally shared between males and females. So, uh, in uh, contrast to what ladies usually think and say that they don't <laughs> snore, <laughs> we all snore. Um, and and the mechanism uh, for for snoring uh, varies uh, in between um, uh, hard skeletal problems and uh, soft tissue problems. Um, the minority uh, of uh, the cases of snores have um, bony defects in the nasal septums, severe bony defect, which causes to the narrowing of the airways, and they would require uh, surgical uh, correction of the, this uh, bony defect. But the majority of us uh, we snore because of um, soft tissues, uh, meaning when we sleep, um, the tongue and the roof of the mouth, the the soft palate, relaxes, and they meet together at the back of the throat, closing the, the airway, um, which makes it, makes it really difficult to breathe, and we start struggling to push the air in and out, which uh, uh, gives us this snoring sound. Um, snoring as, as a problem of uh, um, uh, noise uh, and uh, irritating uh, sleeping partners um, is one thing that we all know about, but the most uh, crucial thing and the main side effect of snoring is what we call sleep apnea. And sleep apnea is, in short, uh, the lack of uh, oxygen supply to the brain while we're sleeping. And you will find that most of the snorers uh, wake up in the morning feeling still tired. Um, they feel that they haven't slept, even though they had their eight or nine hours of sleep. Uh, Let along the sleeping partner as well, <laughs> uh, not being able to sleep. So uh, it is a common problem.
0: And people get through it they you know either just you know put their earplugs in if their husband or wife snoring or they go into the spare room or it can be much more than that in that you know the snoring can resonate throughout the whole house and you know you can hear it so it can be a real problem so there's this new laser technology and you have it first in the UAE explain what and how this works.
2: Um, Traditional uh, solutions for snoring varied from uh, surgical as in going in and surgically removing parts uh, of uh, uh, the soft palate, or if it's bony, removing parts of bone, or sometimes wearing device while asleep that would uh, reposition the the lower jaw uh, forward uh, to try again to open the airway at the back of the mouth. For the very first time... um, Nowadays, we have this um, amazing laser technology that uh, enables us to be totally non-invasive. It's almost 10 minutes max procedure, no anesthetic, no downtime. And it enables us to actually shrink, by using a certain kind of laser, shrink the tissues surrounding the airway at the back of the mouth, uh, which opens it up. And when the person sleeps and the tongue full, falls back and the soft palate, uh, which is the roof of the mouth, relaxes, still it's not going to touch together and the airway would be patent and open and would stop him from snoring.
0: So aside from you know, the sound of it and people wanting to get a good night's sleep, uh, how can snoring affect one's health negatively your sleep uh, quality is perhaps not so good and that's going to have an effect on your productivity during the day also your moods it also might affect you know we talk a lot about the importance of sleep and how you know the healing uh, time what what our bodies go through through sleep and so even in the long-term range when we're looking at health and how uh, sleep can impact our health uh, and even you know when it comes to disease in the long term you know it's really important that we get a good night's sleep is there any other things that we need to be considering regarding our health when it comes to snoring?
2: Um, snoring and sleep apnea actually is a, um, a global problem that uh, demanded uh, more attention and more studies from the uh, medical community worldwide to the extent that there is now a speciality in sleep medicine that is just to study and try to figure out uh, the side effects and how to stop them from happening. Uh, so you're absolutely right. It's it's extremely dangerous, and um, any snorer uh, can can have firsthand experience in the simplest form of waking up not rested. Uh, but the the real crucial side effects is the the deb- uh, depriving the brain from the oxygen that it needs during sleep, which allows it to. Uh, um, Relax and and regenerate the psyche. That you have to have fresh in the morning to deal with your day-to-day uh, chores. Mm. So um, that, of course, for people for uh, with heart problems or uh, hormonal problems as well, uh, if they are snorers, that doubles the f- the effect and um, it, it takes things in a very negative turn.
0: With this kind of uh, laser treatment, are there any possible side effects? Uh, Are there any issues you need to be considering? And is it for everyone that snores? Uh,
2: What is amazing about lasers at large and this particular treatment, that it has zero side effects. Um, There's no downtime whatsoever. It's extremely fast. It's around 10 minutes. Uh, You have to have uh, three sessions of 10 minutes each. Um, it, it's. I'm very personally. I'm very excited about this treatment, and I was uh, very privileged to be able to bring it to the Middle East for the first time. Um, is it for everyone? It's for the majority of people because, as I said before, the the causes uh, of snoring is uh, almost ninety percent is due to uh, soft tissues, which is the tongue and the soft palate, which laser is geared towards. Uh, but if it's the in the minority of cases, and of course that is uh, cle- would be clearer once we uh, examine uh, the patient, uh, we can uh, uh, select the proper cases for it, and. Um, um, as I said, it's it's an amazing new technology that I am personally excited with. <laughs>
0: uh, Abdul's coming back actually about side effects and asking, could the thinning of tissues, could that, uh, as a result of laser, the procedure, could that cause a side effects? So we'll come back and clarify even more about this procedure. Thanks, Assam. He's saying, I snore when I'm really tired. The funny thing is... I wake myself up snoring i think you're not alone there asam <laughs> stay with us you're marking 10 years of the dental spa and congratulations Thank for you. that and i guess with uh something like laser is something that has been in a huge growth and what you've been practicing and, and and you know i know you travel a lot and take on board new uh technology and knowledge to bring back to the uae has that been the most exciting development in your practice in the last 10 years uh,
2: absolutely um i've been as i say, that very, very privileged that I started researching and studying uh, lasers at um, uh, early age <laughs> for years and years. And uh, the more we know about lasers and the more we research lasers, um, and I'm talking about medical community at large worldwide, laser is the way forward uh, and it solves uh, a lot of problems in a very easy, straightforward, safe way in different medical specialities, not only in dentistry.
0: Mm. What actually is a laser? What's actually happening? What is the technology?
2: Now, laser is um, light. There's not only one laser. There's a lot of different kinds of wavelength light laser. Uh, and we harness the energy of the light beam. So it's not radiation. So this is why it's extremely safe. It's just a form of uh, regulated light with a specific wavelength for a specific problem solving. Mm. So this is why there's a lot of different lasers. Of course, if um, you use a, uh, a knife or a spoon or even if you have um, too hot of a, a drink, you can uh, damage or burn or hurt yourself. So like anything else, if it's not used right by the right people and for the right uh, purpose, it can hurt like anything else. If I can put my my finger in the door hinge, it can totally damage it. But um, if it's used, if laser is used by the proper professionals, it's the safest and the most rewarding medical technology ever that we um, know about so far.
0: Mm. And. You've been working with it for, for many years, but uh, I mean, I'm often when we talk about medical research and technological developments, it's, the research has been going on a lot longer than we realize because it takes an awfully long time before we start to see it in practice. So when, and you know, the origins of laser research and practice, how far uh, back are we going? In,
2: in the medical field, actually, was the, the research started in the 60s. And uh, the applications of lasers been uh, approved uh, by the FDA one by one in different arenas of uh, the medical specialities since the seventies. Um, in in dentistry, uh, we go way way back to the seventies. We were one of the as as uh, a science. Uh, dentistry was very dynamic in this uh, uh, laser field, and we started using lasers uh, in, in the seventies. Um, uh, and ever since, um, everything has been uh, uh, even more researched. Uh, a lot of other uh, wavelength has been discovered. More lasers, uh, easier to to use and easier to carry and um, smaller in size like anything else so now it's really really user friendly mm. well,
0: it sounds like there's absolutely nothing wrong with lasers you love lasers but there's a cost attached isn't there dr Amma? of course yeah. it's
2: it's a it's a, a brand new technology and um, as anything else of course it costs
0: yeah uh, when it comes to snoring somebody's asking here uh, does obesity and smoking have a relationship a link to snoring it's a good question
2: Excellent question. And it's, of course, uh, uh, like anything else in the body, obesity and snoring, uh, sorry, obesity and smoking um, are two negative uh, uh, elements that affects the entire body, not only snoring. So, yes, if you are uh, overweight or smoking, uh, that adds on to the problem. It's not the sole cause. But it adds on, yes.
0: And as you said before, it's all about getting the oxygen to your brain. It's about oxygenating the body fully.
2: Yes, this is this is the, the main purpose. But the main purpose of snoring, as I said, is to keep the airway patent.
0: Mm.
2: Uh, to make sure that we can breathe and m- take the air inside and oxygenate the
0: blood. Mm. Yes. Ayam, let's bring you in here. When it comes yes. to sleep and the importance of sleep, what would you like to add? Um, well, obviously, this is the
1: time when your body is recovering and healing from the stress of the day. So um, actually, with all of my patients, I do advise them to get good rest after one of our treatments. And um, just as Dr. Amr is saying, if somebody is suffering from snoring, um, their their blood will become hypoxic or deficient in oxygen. And that lack of oxygen um, will basically prevent them from healing and from allowing their body to recover. Um, So, yes, I would just advise people um, exercise more, uh, bring down your weight, um, be careful, you know, what you're eating, what you're drinking. Also, alcohol before bedtime is not a good idea. It'll cause your muscles to relax too much. And then that, of course, can cause the snoring also. Um, so, yeah, just some some advice as far as diet, what you eat, what you drink, and exercise. Mm.
0: And as a chiropractor, uh, to understand what you do as opposed to what an osteopath does and how you can help people. I mean, would people come, to, wouldn't would you, would you do link to helping with sleep?
1: Oh, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, most of my patients do tell me that they sleep much better once they begin treatment, and um, the reason is is because we're basically removing stress from their neck, from their back, and that translates to removing stress from their nervous system. Your spine is part of your central nervous system. Um, so, you know, upper, upper cervical adjustments, um, basically um, spinal manipulation to the upper part of your neck can help also with uh, things like snoring, um, sinusitis. Um, ear aches, um, all of these things are controlled by the cranial nerves. Um, so by doing a spinal adjustment, chiropractic manipulation technique, um, it can assist.
0: Mm, so people don't just come to you because they have a back pain or, uh, you know, a trapped nerve. Uh, mm-hmm. They might be coming to you because they've got migraines, headaches, yeah. uh, tension. Yeah. yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. There's a lot of symptoms, yeah, even um, even, even vertigo. Um People have dizziness, and um, a lot of times we can do also upper cervical adjustments as well as uh, manipulations uh, to the ears. Actually, we can do some uh, techniques um, with the ear to help to realign the crystals within the ear, and that can help people who are suffering from, from dizziness uh, uh, things of that nature
0: talking to our, our experts dr amma from the dental spa who will help you with any issues regarding teeth gums you know oral hygiene if you're looking to improve your smile or even get your teeth straightened that kind of thing uh, we've got dr am here dr am sabri he's a chiropractor at the dental spa so he's on hand to take your questions when it comes to sport injuries migraine treatment uh, along with those regular pains that you might get in the back slip disc etc dr am here lower back pain i've lost all the muscle mass during uh, a diet, whilst I've been on a diet, what are the best exercises to strengthen the lower back? I have a compressed disc between L3 and L4.
1: Yeah, so um, if if they've had a lot of uh, rapid weight loss, um, maybe they were not losing the weight properly and um, they cause their muscles to atrophy or become weakened, as, as they've said. Um, so the best thing you can do for your low back is to strengthen your core muscles. And your core is not just your abdominal muscles. It's also your oblique muscles, and it's also your back extension muscles. So these are the muscles on either side of your spine, either side of your back. So um, what this particular person needs to do is work on back extension exercises. So essentially... Um, Basically doing the opposite of a sit-up. Instead of laying on your back and working your abs, you need to lay on your stomach and work your back. So lay on your stomach and the exercise is called Superman. You can look it up and you basically just lay on your stomach and you raise your arms and your legs off the floor simultaneously. And so that's a good way to start to strengthen and activate those muscles again. And uh, this particular person needs to do that, especially if they have a compromised disc, as they said. Um, They need to strengthen the paraspinal muscles, those muscles on either side of their spine to protect that injured disc and to prevent it from degenerating further.
0: And... I think what's important what's being highlighted here is the fact that one area of the body can have a counterproductive effect on the other part of the body. So one hand okay great that you have uh, you know lost weight. Yeah. However, you're then getting pain in the body because so it's about losing weight in a healthy way steadily not too fast um but yes it's good to get to a healthy weight but also keep that and and people talk about this a lot in that people don't think about muscle they think i just want to lose weight and they think that muscle is going to add to the scales Mm -hmm. but you need to have good muscles to keep your body strong
1: sure and um you know healthy weight loss um should be about say, if you're really trying to diet and exercise and lose weight, you don't really want to lose more than a kilogram per week. If you're losing more than one kilogram per week, then your body is potentially wasting away. Um, So, yeah, you need to do it correctly. Um, If you want to lose weight, let's say you have excess adipose and you want to lose weight. what's that? Adipose? Sorry, like excess fat. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Just, you know, uh, excess body weight that you want to eliminate. Um, One easy way to do that is by gaining muscle mass and as you increase your muscle mass um, you'll actually increase your metabolic rate your your metabolism will speed up and you'll be able to burn more calories and then you'll avoid these type of injuries. So um, yeah, if they're not sure how to lose the weight properly maybe they need um some advice um from maybe a personal trainer or somebody but um yeah be wise about how you lose weight just don't let your body starve mm. yeah don't starve yourself and become um anorexic or bulimica um, some some women suffer in, in from extreme these cases of, yeah yeah, exactly. yeah if it's
0: obsessional but you know that there's illness aside to that as well and mental health issues yes, aside to that uh and when uh they're, they're saying that they have a disc issue uh, sometimes when people have pain they think i better not exercise mm. i won't do anything but it's right. okay as long as you're doing it properly
1: yes if you have uh, an injured joint whether it's your back or your neck um, any any joint your knee um, the pain is just a symptom, and usually the pain is generated yes, by the damaged tissue, the injury, the lesion to that area, and uh, the weakness perpetuates the pain, so what you need to do is strengthen that area, and that will actually help to push the pain out of the body, and you'll you'll be able to use that body part again, and it will become functional again.
0: Adam saying, I had a seizure back in October. My left shoulder has never been the same. It popping and cracking and pain when I lift uh, or rest, you know, put it at a certain angle. And if the movement is sudden, the pain makes me double over. Doctors have x-rayed it and found no signs of dislocation or uh, torn muscles. What the heck's wrong with my shoulder? That's from Adam
1: yeah so um the shoulder is is very common to injure the shoulder. Um, a lot of people hurt their shoulders they they don't even know how they hurt their shoulders. Maybe some people hurt their shoulders just by their sleeping posture um, it's It's kind of a floating joint it 's just connected to your body by muscles and and ligaments, things of that nature. So if he had a seizure, I'm not sure exactly the nature of his injury or what, what the mechanics of the injury was. I don't know if he fell down on his shoulder and injured it that way, but if, if he's x-rayed and, and had all the tests done and they say it's normal, um, there, there just might be some uh, contraction in the muscles and in the, the ligaments in that area. So we can actually do extremity adjustments, what we call extremity adjustments, where we can actually uh, do a joint uh, manipulation on the shoulder. Um, and basically get the shoulder in better alignment and that can help to uh, free up some of that contracted tissue and, and regain um, some of the movement and um, with those type of uh, frozen shoulders or painful shoulders what I also use is acupuncture um, to, to help to take away some of the is pain. Is that what
0: it's called a frozen shoulder? It can frozen, be. And
1: yeah it can be a frozen shoulder I'm not exactly sure what his situation is but yeah frozen shoulders when you have a painful shoulder you cannot move it it pops it clicks um, that that type of uh, symptoms. Um, So if he's suffering from something like that, then, um, yeah, an an adjustment to the shoulder can help him. He can try and do some exercises on his own, um, such as... Um, external, internal rotation exercises. Um, He can try just walking his hand up the wall um, to try and stretch it out, stretch his shoulder out. Um, A little ice, a little heat at home sometimes helps too, but he might need some more specific type Mm, of work. mm, mm.
0: Uh, When people take a painkiller, something, an anti-inflammatory, something to take away pain, and maybe that's needed, but what are your thoughts on taking such uh, over-the-counter kinds of, of meds? I mean, they're
1: okay for short-term use, but for long-term use, it's not really recommended. There's a lot of side effects. Of course, it can be damaging to your stomach lining and to your liver. Um, so for for those type of conditions, um, I would advise people, yes, it's okay if you have severe pain. Um, it's okay to take an aspirin or or pan- Panadol, uh, Tylenol, whatever type of medication you want to take. Um, but you should really look at uh, correcting the cause of the pain. What is causing your pain? Um, if you're if you're suffering from something, your your body is trying to set off the alarm to tell you that it needs help. Um, so you shouldn't just turn off the alarm and ignore it. Um, you should do something about it. So um, if you're suffering from some type of pain, whether it's a headache, um, back pain, neck pain, um, don't just pop a pill and then think that the pain will self resolve. Sometimes bed rest does help. Um, uh, but if you have a long-term chronic issue. Um, and you know aspirin and bed rest isn 't resolving it, then you need to go and find what 's the cause of this problem why Why am I suffering from this pain and you can you can correct it
0: and the importance and it's coming back to the oxygen again in the body, but the importance of breathing correctly when it comes to releasing tension and and even pain a certain pain to a, mm. an extent um i was not particular i wouldn't say i didn't i didn't feel that I was particularly tense i probably was i usually carry a bit of tension in the shoulders generally with what i do but i actually just went to the beach the other night I wasn't intending to I was going to I was doing some errands I was close to the beach I swung by um and I had a little walk and it wasn't even because it was humid it wasn't for very long it was only like 20 minutes I could feel, and I wasn't even intentionally doing anything other than walking on the beach, but I could actually feel tension lifting out of my neck and shoulders. So, you know, it's so simple, but to get outdoors and to, to move the body and to breathe can make a huge difference.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Exercise is the best medicine. And if you combine that with proper nutrition, then you really shouldn't get sick. You shouldn't have any pains or aches or, or any problems. Um, if you are doing you know, regular um, exercise and, and eating well and you still are having some problems, um, then maybe you just need a little bit of help to correct that. But you're right. Um, many people do carry stress in their shoulders, in their neck, especially women. And more men tend to carry their stress uh, in their lower back. Um, so, yeah, it is sometimes related to work stress, home stress, psychological stress actually does translate into pain.
0: That's interesting, isn't it, with the genders, mm-hmm. the women tend to carry their yes. stress, and, stress and tension in the shoulders, yes. the men in the lower back.
1: This is, this is common, yeah. And it, it's just, uh, we are different creatures. <laughs> <laughs> True. <laughs> so, we, we do react differently, even to the same stimulus, such as stress. Um, but yeah, yeah. So there, there are techniques like breathing techniques, um, deep breathing, slow breathing. And um, I try and, and tell my patients while they're getting treatment, um, whether it's an acupuncture session or even during an adjustment, I, I instruct them to take deep breaths and relax. And that's part of the healing process. And the more relaxed um, a patient is during the treatment, the better response that they'll get. You know, They'll, they'll heal faster.
0: What is vertigo? What's the definition of vertigo?
1: Yeah, basically vertigo is is dizziness and some people can have different experiences with that. They might feel the room is spinning. Um, They might not have a good sense of their own balance. So there's a lot of falls that are associated with vertigo, especially in the elderly. And a lot of times those falls can be devastating and um, they can actually fracture uh, their hip or or hit their head. And so it can actually be um, more serious.
0: I thought vertigo was like when you were at height, you know, you get dizzy when you're high up. But that's not necessarily the case. It's just the sense of dizziness.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, people sense it in different um, scenarios. Some people get motion sickness, you know, like if you're on a boat and you you get that feeling like you're you're spinning and nauseous. Um, Some people have uh, conditions like Meniere's disease where they actually have um, some abnormality uh, in their inner ear. Um, And then that causes them to feel this sense of of vertigo Um, So there's there's a lot of different things that can cause it
0: Why is it that? Through your life you may not have suffered from something like vertigo and then you do suffer vertigo. What's changed?
1: Um, a lot of times it can also just be the position of your head over your neck and and from my experience, what I've seen is adjustments can help with this. Um, so some patients, they uh, might have changed the alignment of their cervical spine and their, and their skull over their cervical spine, uh, either through their work activities. Maybe they work in front of a computer all day um, with their head bent forward, looking down at the computer screen, and, and this causes a forward head posture. Um, that could be one cause that changes the position of the head. Um, over the neck. Um, Something else could also be the way people sleep because we we spend six to eight hours a day sleeping. So if you're sleeping in a bad position and over years and years of of, uh, poor posture while sleeping, um, then that can also put pressure on on your neck. And essentially what happens is the upper cervical area becomes misaligned um, and then you put pressure on those cranial nerves. Um, So there are specific cranial nerves that go up into the ear and um, those can become pinched and then uh, actually affects your balance.
0: And where your two areas of specialism cross over, uh, you know, there as a, an orthodontic practitioner, dentist, and as a chiropractor, things like if you have tension or you um, have issues with the body and it creates things like grinding, teeth grinding, tension in the dr- jaw who do I go to see do I go to see the dentist do I go to see the chiropractor or can I see both
2: of course we, we see both but um, uh, it depends on on the case and it depends on the proper diagnosis if, if you see a, a a dentist that is familiar with uh, uh, the jaw joint the TMJ and uh, the damage that happens due to tension and uh, problems with uh, the skeletal uh, and uh, uh, muscular uh, tensions. Um, He will guide you through, properly, through dental treatment along with chiropractic treatment, and vice versa. If you go and and, and see uh, the proper, uh, well-informed chiropractor, um, he will guide you through and do the chiropractic part of it and then refer you to Adanis. So it, it's again to the it melts down to the selection of, of providers mm. of, of, of doctors, but, but it's very closely linked.
0: Yeah. So so that those links and what's actually happening and what can be the effects on the person and on the body. So if you have what you call TMJ, TMJ,
2: TMJ. You yeah. That right.
0: Uh, so and I know we've talked about it before, Doctor Emma, but just to clarify uh, that can cause the grinding of teeth but what else could be happening to it could it cause headaches could it cause more tension into the back i don't know
2: um problems with the 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 joint um in 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 the the jaw tmj temporomandibular joint uh, this is the short for it and um uh, can can um it, it, the tension that that Uh, happens, and the kind of joint in the TMJ, it's a a ball and socket with a disc exactly like the the, the back. So, um, it's very common to have the disc slip, whether it's due to a trauma or genetic wear and tear. Uh, That uh, causes an imbalance, and it's in in the case of the the jaw, uh, both sides of uh, of the face are linked together because it moves at the same time when you open and close your mouth. So, one joint goes off the, sa- the other side joint goes off uh, automatically because they are a single bone. They are attached to the same bone, which is the mandible, the lower jaw. And that is one of the major causes for migraine. Um, uh, migraine is... Um, Again, another common problem, and it's there's a lot of medications, there's a lot of injections and pills, and people suffer from it. Uh, for uh, uh, sometimes it goes undiagnosed, and they just keep popping pills, like uh, Doctor Ayam said. But uh, you really need to see a a doctor that can diagnose uh, diagnose you properly and and uh, treat you in the right way that is non. Uh, 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 pharmaceutical, as, mm. as much as possible. Uh, the less chemicals in the system, the better it is.
0: And um, what causes TMJ? Why would somebody have that?
2: Um, two reasons. One is genetic, so um, the, the, the way we are uh, born. Uh, and the other reason is uh, uh, trauma. Whether it's an accident uh, during uh, contact sports or car accidents where somebody fell and hit their chin.
0: Someone's texting in here, Dr. am regarding mattresses and what we sleep on and how that can affect um, not only your sleep, but also your back, your posture. So, is there a mattress type that you would recommend, um, all foam, no springs, hard, or spring type? That's what our listener's asking.
2: Yeah,
1: um, I, and I always do recommend to patients to use a firm mattress. Um, if you're suffering from back pain, I would um, stay away from spring mattresses because the springs tend to just not support the spine. Um, and they they tend to wear down pretty quickly too. So if you've had a mattress for three years, a spring-type mattress for three years, uh, it's probably already lost its support and it's probably causing you back pain. Like I said before, you're going to be spending six to eight hours. You should be at least sleeping six to eight hours every night um, in your bed. So if you're sleeping on a poor surface, it's going to cause you problems. So I recommend to people to have a firm mattress. Um, You know, There are firm memory foam type mattresses um, and uh, they are a little bit more expensive, but they also do last a little bit longer
0: okay and uh, somebody else asking uh, regarding dizziness and saying this is something that i've just recently been uh, suffering from and uh, you've already talked about the possibilities surrounding dizziness but this person says "Um, i've been doing a lot of exercise recently could it be linked actually what i'm thinking first thing that i think of is um, also with the weather the climate you know it's very humid Mm -hmm. if we're not hydrating enough and exercising that could cause dizziness
1: yeah, so um, if they're sweating a lot, maybe overexerting themselves, uh, they just need to make sure they're they're replenishing their body. So um, I'm not sure if they're experiencing the, the dizziness right after their workout or their exercise. Maybe their blood sugar is going down too low, so they might want to just take an energy drink with them while they're exercising and, and make sure they're getting the, the blood glucose back to normal, make sure they're getting the electrolytes um, replenished. Um, again i would need to know a little bit more information what kind of exercise she's doing um if that's actually the cause of her dizziness or if it's something else
0: because you're a personal trainer as well aren't you so you Uh, yeah
1: uh, i used to be i don't train anymore but i I could train people
0: (laughs) (laughs) you are qualified in (laughs) it yeah um and on that note regard somebody else was talking about and i was thinking about this because i I was recently doing a boot camp in the morning so you know getting up early this person's saying similar i 'm exercising early in the morning and uh, when it comes to uh, blood pressure what what so what basically what happens doctor I am when you 're sleeping and d- depending what level of sleep you 're having but in when it 's in warm weather in humid weather or maybe it 's to do with how much you 're oxygenating the body but when you 're getting up first thing in the morning and going to exercise mm-hmm. Are there any concerns around that when it comes to your blood pressure
1: no actually there's no no concerns there should be no concerns with that i 'm um, assuming this person might have high blood pressure i don 't know if they 're taking medication or not, but if you get up first thing in the morning and and go for a run or go to the gym. Um, that shouldn't really affect you too much. Um, actually, it's, I think it's the best time of the day to exercise when you're when you're most refreshed. And um, just get out there, to get your workout out of the way, and then you should have should have a good day after mm. that. So I don't think there's any real connection with that
0: d- d- does your blood pressure drop when you're sleeping sure
1: sure but once you get up and start moving it <laughs> should normalize yeah, yeah. <laughs>
0: and even in the warm weather and the humid yes, weather yeah, yeah, no, yeah. Be no so as long as you're hydrating mm-hmm. well and yes. you've got all your right minerals and yeah you should, be, should okay. be okay i think what pretty much encompasses both is a little video we've put up on our website check out the dubai today blog post and on our facebook page and there's a, a pug there a gorgeous little dog uh who is snoring away and it's sure to make you smile so take a look at him he's very chilled out indeed but clearly he's not got his alignment correct when it comes to sleeping and getting the best he looks like he's sleeping really well but uh you know he's snoring away and I think those uh, those uh, maybe it's more of a topic for the animal house on a, on a Monday but those snub nosed dogs it's something they do a lot is snore but I'm not saying you're snub nosed if you're a snorer but we've certainly been talking about how to uh, counteract this and uh, to stop snoring and this is with a new technology laser uh, uh, practice procedure that's come to the UAE for the first time at the dental spa with Dr. Amma. So uh, yeah, helping you take away the snoring sounds and also how that can impact your sleep, you know, and improve your sleep, which as we've been talking about, as we talk a lot about on the show, is the significance of sleep to healing the body. Uh, We've also got joining us from the dental spa, chiropractor, that's Dr. A.M. Sabri and he's here to take your questions on any back pain issues with the shoulders, pain actually throughout the body. He helps people with sports injuries, can also help with migraine treatment along with those back issues and he specialises in acupuncture so we'll talk about that in a little while. Uh, question here actually from Aftar for you Dr. A.M. saying, a few years back I got vertigo suddenly it happened in the morning after an night out at a barbecue i thought it was due to lots of smoke that i'd inhaled but this dizziness continued for six to eight months and driving was very difficult doctors didn't find any issue with me and said it was it would go by itself or it might come back or it may never happen again Yeah,
1: so this particular person um, seems like they were fine one day and then the next day they were having vertigo um, and they woke up with it. So um, in that instance, there must have been something that happened at night while he was sleeping. Maybe he positioned his head in in an improper position, um, slept badly, and um, a a lot of times that can be the cause of vertigo. Again, like I said, um, the pinching of the nerves especially in the upper cervical area up around the base of your skull right behind your ear this area is where those nerves are located and they do go into your inner ear and that is where you actually um, control your balance from your ears Um, so an adjustment uh, to his neck could help him so if the traditional medical doctors said everything is fine um, if allopathic medicine has already said there's nothing that we can do, it's okay. I would suggest he go and see a chiropractor and have his neck examined. And uh, that, that might be the uh, the resolution that he's looking for.
0: And in that part of the body, that area of the body, the, when you're looking to the neck, so from the base of the skull, the neck to the shoulder, that area, is the atlas, is it? Is that the atlas? The yeah,
1: atlas is the first yes. cervical vertebra. That's what we call C1 atlas and then axis is c2 and so essentially you have seven uh vertebra or seven little bones in your cervical spine just in your neck and um they they function uh to carry support the weight of your head um you have a lot of structures in there too also you have vertebral arteries <clears throat> excuse me you have arteries uh, which are bringing blood supply um up to the brain um so also misalignments um in those vertebra can uh cause an impingement in the blood supply to the brain it can also cause your brain to become hypoxic and cause headaches um, your brain stem is located in that area um, and we know how important our brain stem is okay um, so yeah there's a lot of uh, little delicate structures in there the, the discs the nerves um, arteries veins Things of that nature, so there 's a lot of stuff going on in and around your neck and and chiropractors are specialized and in, in working in this area and uh, to r- remove pressure from from those structures and uh, to allow your body to function better it 's not just about removing pain. It's about restoring normal function.
0: Mm, and again, you know, we can be active and living our lives and not realizing that we are performing at half cock, that there is, there's more potential. We could be exactly. more, uh, more optimal with the way that we are living and we don't even realize it. We've just got used to the way we feel.
1: Exactly. People learn to live in pain. Uh, they learn to um, live with the symptoms, um, whether it's a headache or vertigo. And sometimes um, doctors will give patients bad advice and say, oh, well, it'll it'll come, it'll go, just deal with it. Um, I don't think that's good advice. I think you should try and find the cause of your problem and correct it. And a lot of times it does relate back to the spine because your spine is the house of your central nervous system. Again, your spinal cord and your brain control and coordinate everything in your body. Your central nervous system controls your heart, controls your breathing, controls your digestion. Um, even for women, it controls your menstrual cycle, um, so everything really relates back to the to the nervous system and to the spine. So um, if you're keeping your spine in alignment, um, you should be free of a lot of these symptoms, and it's it's a good place to to look when you have problems.
0: Mm. Dr. Amma, a question here regarding somebody who's talking um, taste actually saying they get this sour taste in the mouth, and it's recurrent. Um, Why is it happening, and any advice to stop this from happening?
2: Um, uh, Sour taste and metallic taste is a common problem um, that is usually caused by uh, the presence of uh, metal fillings, the amalgams, the black fillings, uh, and or uh, bacteria that lives uh, within the lining of the tongue and it produces uh, this uh, sour, sometimes sour, or metallic taste. Um, He needs to seek uh, uh, help from a dentist uh, that would uh, see what's happening inside his mouth, um, whether it's a problem with the metal fillings or uh, to clean and show him how to keep it clean at home as well, uh, this kind of bacteria uh, that would be living within the lining of the tongue.
0: So it's an indication of bacteria in the mouth. Yeah, yeah. And uh, we talked last time, actually, you were on about the fillings and, and, you know, the importance about making sure that you have healthy fillings, you know, that are not, you know, the old ones that would feed into the blood system. Yes,
2: please lose any metal fillings. It's not healthy. It contains a lot of bad things. The least is mercury. Uh, So, uh, yes, uh, we highly advocate Um, uh, changing the old metal fillings into the newer kind of fillings that are safe uh, and doesn't leak anything into the system. Uh, But in this uh, listener's case, he needs to check his tongue as well uh, for the presence of this kind of bacteria that causes the taste.
0: Okay. Can you the, tell, I mean, people talk about the color of the tongue. You can sort of, uh, the tongue is an indicator to what's happening to one's body internally.
2: It's an absolute mirror, uh, not only the tongue, the mouth, the gums, the uh, the lining of uh, the mouth um, around the uh, the tongue and underneath and the actual uh, tongue body. Um, uh, for any well-trained uh, dentist, uh, w- they can easily pinpoint uh, um, more systemic problems, uh, more um, uh, general diseases in the body uh, from um, uh, their effect on the look of the gums and the tongue.
0: Somebody here who is uh, not a fan of chiropractic procedures and is saying that they can be dangerous and that they're unscientific. Uh, they've had personal experience of this. Their father suffered as a result. Um, anything you want to come back on regarding that? Yes,
1: but, uh, yes, sure. I mean, I'd be happy to comment on that. There are a lot of naysayers um, and may I say haters of chiropractic. Um, and that's fine, um, chiropractic has been around since 1895. It's been around for over 100 years. It's been researched for over 100 years, and it's been proven to be safe and effective. And the incidence of injury uh, under chiropractic care is less than 1%. So you're talking about 0.7% incidence of injury. So 99% of patients have positive results with chiropractic care. And I would challenge medical doctors to come out with those same type of statistics And the way that you can say whether chiropractic is safe or not is by looking at our malpractice insurance. Our malpractice insurance premiums are very low, and that's because we don't hurt people, whereas medical doctors have very high malpractice. Uh, Your training, how long did you train? Um, I have four years undergraduate in biology and chemistry, and then another four years of chiropractic to get my chiropractic doctorate degree. So I have eight years of university studying.
0: Mm, And in practice? I've been practicing almost 15 years. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Again, it's all about your personal choice and making sure you do your own homework and research as to what you want to do and your choices with the care that you look for. And I've feel really sad for this person who's had this terrible experience for their father you know that that this happened to so again coming back round to due diligence as we said before with whoever you go and see well for whatever issue you have with your health and making sure that you're getting the right person taking care of you
1: yeah absolutely chiropractic is not for every condition it's not for every case and it's certainly not for every person but it does help a lot of people uh, especially when we're talking about things like neck pain back pain headaches um, it has a very high success rate
0: ahmed here says um asking for your details we put those up on the website ahmed um but it says i have a very long condition of back pain and a trapped sciatic nerve
1: yeah so they've got they've got uh, back pain sciatica so most likely they have a herniated disc and um, that is something that we can treat using some uh, modalities like traction or spinal decompression um, certain stretching techniques that we can use to release the sciatic nerve and also some chiropractic adjustment techniques would help.
0: Okay. what well, What is that exactly, this sciatica? sciatic oh.
1: nerve? Sciatic nerve is the longest nerve in your body. It's extending down from the lo- lower lumbar area. It goes all the way down the back of your leg into your foot. So if you have a, a pinched nerve in, in this uh, sciatic nerve, you'll feel pain going down your leg, sometimes numbness or burning sensation all the way down uh, to your foot. Um, so the the way to relieve that is by adjusting the, the lower back.
0: I think that's what I had years ago then, and that was me lifting a case, a very small, uh, over a weekend, overnight case, out of the back of a car, out of the boot, you know, the... And it was just lifting it up, and I just felt something go into the back and had that shooting pain. Mm -hmm. It's very, very painful. Now, these are the days where we aren't having to carry bags so much. Uh, We have the wheels that help us. However, we do still lift them. And so understanding how to carry lift and actually even pull those cases on wheels will have an effect on our bodies
1: yeah so you definitely want to use proper lifting technique and uh, let's say you're having a a trip and you're going on vacation you're carrying your heavy luggage and you're pulling it behind you you know be careful not to twist your spine as you're pulling and uh, where most people generally injure themselves since most suitcases are on wheels nowadays is when they're lifting the suitcase in or out of the car and they're they're bending and they're twisting as they're lifting. And that's the easiest way that you can actually injure your lower back is by bending and twisting. So um, it's, it's re- really important to bend your knees, use your leg muscles, position your body properly, align your body right in front of the object that you're going to lift, pick it up and then turn your entire Uh, body not just your torso no twisting action that way you don't tear and injure the annular fibers of the disc
0: And other things that we may be lifting, children, moms, dads that are regularly lifting their babies or toddlers up. So how do we do that? Same same
1: thing. Same thing. I mean, if you're getting your kid into the car seat, it's going to be an awkward position for your body and for your back. So just be very cognizant of what you're doing. Use proper lifting technique. Uh, Make sure that you're not, again, twisting as you lift. you know, if you're getting the kid in and out of bed, don't, don't bend at the back, you know. Um, don't lay them. It's, it's probably the easiest way to do it, but it's not the smartest way, especially if you have a history of back problem.
0: Okay. And issues here with the mouth. Somebody here is asking about their gums, Dr. Amma. Whenever I brush my gums, they bleed, but it doesn't hurt. What could be the reason? Uh,
2: inflammation. Uh, bleeding is, is uh, the primary uh, sign of uh, inflamed gums. Inflammation of gums uh, could be due to uh, calculus and plaque uh, build up uh, underneath and around the necks of the teeth. Uh, It could be a sign of a systemic disease, as in diabetics and uh, people that have uh, liver problems. Um, He needs to to seek um, some advice and, and have it examined, but in the majority of cases, he needs to have um, professional cleaning done.
0: Mm. So, And that's really important. Is So obviously, the way we're brushing our teeth every day, that's important to keeping the gums healthy. But going to it's see... It's not it, a replacement yeah. of
2: the professional uh, cleaning. We can keep our teeth clean at home uh, just for so much. There is still continuous uh, plaque and calculus uh, deposition around uh, the teeth that happens without... Uh, us being uh, uh, be able to to remove it through the regular brushing at home, mm. so every four to six months we all have to go and uh, see our hygienist to to clean and remove the the hard deposits from around uh, and uh, underneath the gums
0: and that again can ha- make a, a difference to our overall health in the long term because again the bacteria in the mouth. And if it's going into our bloodstream, could affect us illness-wise in years to come?
2: It has a local impact on the longevity and the health and the smell of the mouth and the teeth and the gums. And, of course, it has an overall, as you kindly mentioned now, uh, on the systemic health, as in the overall health of the heart, of the liver, um, of fertility rates. And we, we discussed that in... Uh, other programs as well, earlier programs, um, it, it's directly linked. Uh, uh, we are one machine that has a lot of wheels turning to keep us going, and the mouth is one of the most used parts of it continuously. We use it for breathing, talking, swallowing, chewing. So it's a, a, an open gate inside our systems. Uh, we need to keep it clean.
0: Somebody here is saying, I had a very sensitive tongue, sore, sensitive. Uh, it was sensitive to, uh, and I had like the spice metallic taste. Um, and now this was for three months. The dentist didn't have any idea, said perhaps it was my liver. A dermatologist said the surface of the tongue was smooth and to eliminate any oral thrush prescribed treatments. Nothing has worked. Do you have any ideas?
2: Um. A smooth tongue is a condition, by the way, um, that is um, defined um, uh, exactly the way uh, this listener is, is describing. And uh, this is uh, hormonal. And, uh, of course, we need to clinically examine uh, to make sure. But if it's exactly as the listener is um, uh, describing, it, it should be transient and it's hormonal. So um, uh, most probably they need to see an endocrinologist.
0: Okay. Interesting again, you see. So something yeah. else is happening in the body, but you're getting the symptoms. It's a mirror
2: of the mouth. Yeah, is the absolute the signs mirror of the general health.
0: Through. So first, would you go first to uh, a dentist and then go to an endocrinologist? Yes, or?
2: please first go to the dentist because we need to make sure that this is what it is. Mm. Uh, and accordingly, we can uh, take the proper action.
0: Okay. Rapidly running out of time, uh, I wanted to just talk uh, about uh, implants and the different kinds of implants and what is an implant and when would you use or need to have one?
2: Uh, Implant is an artificial replacement of a lost tooth. Um, It's made out of uh, an alloy that is acceptable within the, the body and we put it within the bones of the jaw where uh, a natural tooth used to be and then build on that uh, implant a tooth from the outside that we can see it and use it from inside the mouth uh, it's a, an option where uh, no other non-invasive options are possible um, it's um, it's a, a function and and looks savior when it's indicated and um, And um, it saves a lot of bony structures uh, uh, as opposed to having a a tooth lost.
0: And somebody here is saying, my teeth get sensitive after exercise or swimming. What's going on? You're a grinder. Ah, is that what it is? (laughs) Yes,
2: (laughs) you are a grinder. And you may or may not uh, realize uh, that you're grinding or clenching, but a lot of people, if they are focused or stressed, whether in front of a computer screen or um, playing a game or uh, uh, exercising, in, as in your case, you clinch and grind a lot, um, and uh, you need you need uh, to have a a bite guard.
0: Right, so the mouth guards that you can get. Yes. Right, okay. And somebody here, teeth are very sensitive. My teeth were very sensitive during pregnancy and continue now to be sensitive. What's your opinion on that? Um, uh,
2: you lost uh, a bit of uh, the protective layer, um, the enamel around your teeth. Uh, there are um, so many non-invasive options to uh, re-insulate and re-enamel your teeth.
0: We're about out of time, and we didn't get fully, Dr. Ayam, um, to talk about uh, the work that you do with children as well. And just a quick note, um, check it out for yourself online, um, but a story here, a new story about how chiropractic care can help the latching issues that can be faced for breastfeeding. So um, if you have gone through a difficult labour, sometimes it can affect the baby and how they are uh, when it comes to cycling. Um In brief, what that is, and how we can help yeah, the, the birthing
1: process can be very traumatic to the newborn baby, and there can be some injuries to the upper cervical spine again, so there are some very gentle chiropractic techniques to help the babies. get through
0: that. Thanks so much for your time today. I've been talking to Dr. Amma and to Dr. A.M. Sabri, who's the chiropractor, and of course, Dr. Amma, the dental practitioner at the Dental Spa on the Beach Road, celebrating 10 years this August. Congratulations to you. Thank you. you. And look forward to catching up with you again very soon. Have a great day. Thank you.